welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about how to survive your first year in teaching. Now your first year can be quite tough, it can be quite daunting, but it's also such a rewarding experience. Now the first thing as training teachers that you should do is seek support. You have colleagues around you, you have your mentor and you have other trainees around you in the school. So please seek support. If you have any questions, no question is a silly question. Ask it because that's how you're going to learn and grow. And there'll be other trainees that may be thinking of that same question and just they're too scared to ask it themselves. So any questions that you need to ask, ask it. No question is a silly question. Now, your mentor may not be in your department. Some trainees have mentors from other departments. You might not see them as often as you'd like to, maybe. You might only see them once a week for your meetings and you get observed from them throughout the term. So go to your colleagues in your department, go to your head of department, go to the people that you feel that you may be closer to over the coming weeks as you go through, as you progress through your academic year, your first year in teaching. So look to other people for support and guidance and help. Not just your mentor, your mentor will be your go-to person, but you've got other colleagues around you as well that can help you and support you. And build a network around you of trainee teachers. Go and meet the other trainee teachers in the school have once a week maybe after school or break or lunchtime you have lunch with them sit down and talk to them get to know them a bit more because you'll be able to survive a lot more together in your first year in teaching because they'll have things that have worked for them in their lessons that you might think oh I can try that too and that might work for me and they might have things that they're struggling with that you also might be struggling with and it's really good to offload and discuss these things with other people of course discuss it with your mentor because your mentor is there to support you and help you and help you get the best out of your first year in teaching. Take care of yourself though. You have to put yourself first and prioritise yourself throughout the year. So make sure you plan time for yourself during the day. It may be in an evening when you get home, you might go to the gym for example. You might like to go out with friends or watch TV, watch Netflix and binge a series, binge an episode. But make sure you prioritise yourself in some way, shape or form because you have to put yourself first. Otherwise it can be quite stressful. It can be quite overwhelming. And the last thing that you want is to experience burnout as a trainee teacher in your first year of teaching. So please prioritize yourself in some way, shape or form. Once a day, have something, an hour out where you do something just for you that you love to do, any hobby that you love to do. Set realistic expectations. So as a mentor, this is what I did with my trainee teachers. We sat down and we set realistic expectations throughout the year because you're learning, you are on a journey. You're going to have many ups and downs as a training teacher. Of course you will. That's how you learn and that's how you grow. So make sure you set realistic expectations. You're not putting too much on your plate, you're not expecting too much from yourself because you will make mistakes. That's the only way to learn. But your mentor will sit down with you and help you in terms of setting those expectations so you can thrive in your first year of teaching. Observe other teachers in school. Now, even as an experienced teacher myself, I do this. A couple of years ago, I reached out to a member of my SLT and said, can I please come and observe your lesson so I can see how you incorporate inclusive questioning. And I went and observed his lesson and I took everything that he did and I just copied it and modeled it. And as a result of that, I had outstanding lessons and Ofsted thought my lesson was brilliant. So make sure you go and observe other teachers in the school, in your free time, in your um, PPA time. Just email them and just ask, would you please mind if I could come and observe you? 
in this lesson, I'm specifically looking for help in this area. So for example, mine was inclusive questioning. So email those teachers and ask them, find the good to outstanding teachers in your school and ask if they wouldn't mind if you could just sit in the back and observe their lesson for the whole lesson or for half the lesson, it doesn't really matter. Build those positive relationships with your colleagues, with your students. It's really, really important because creating these positive relationships in schools leads to a positive culture where everyone's happy and thriving and enjoying teaching and learning. So get to know your colleagues, build those positive relationships, get to know your students, find out what their interests are and ask them about it regularly. If they do things on the weekend, for example, they may be dancers, they may be horse riders, they might just like to draw. Ask them about their passions and ask them what's been happening in the week. How did that competition go, for example? Or oh, they might be really good writers. They might be doing really well in English. Ask them about their English work. Find out about them and get to know them because that will create really positive relationships with your students. Now, it can be quite daunting as a trainee teacher when it comes to communicating with parents and guardians. So from the very beginning at the start of the year, what you could do, what you should do really, is email parents in your tutor group. So if you have a tutor group, for example, just send an email out, introducing yourself, saying you're looking forward to having your their child in your class and supporting them throughout the year. If they have any issues, any questions whatsoever, that they can feel free to ask, ask you and they can email you. So start that um, communication with them. Set that up from the beginning, from the get-go. And whenever you have students in your class that do things that are really good, praise them, send an email home. doesn't matter if it's year seven, year eight, year nine, whatever year group you're teaching. Send those regular emails home. In my previous school, we had the target of making three positive home phone calls home a week. Now, if the phone calls are something that you're a bit worried about to begin with, just send emails, email those parents. I would also sit and observe other members of staff making phone calls. So your mentor, your head of department, for example, just sit and listen into those conversations. And you can make notes and write sentences that you could then incorporate when you're ringing parents and you're making those phone calls home. And now when it's positive phone call, positive situation, it's quite easy to make those phone calls. So it might seem a bit nerve wracking to begin with, um, but it's not as daunting as when you're making those really difficult phone calls home. So make sure you're observing those members of staff who are making those difficult phone calls home. Be organised and efficient. Try and stay on top of your work, your marking, your planning. Use your colleagues around you. So if you are struggling, if it is a bit overwhelming, then share resources, share planning, for example. If you both teach a year seven class and you're both teaching the same content, then just have a bit of a plan, a schedule together where one of you plans the lesson one week and the other person plans the homework and you alternate each week. So share the planning with your with your other colleagues, with other trainees in your apartment or your head department and your colleagues. Share the resources. There are many resources out there. You may have a Google Drive folder in your school where all the teachers upload all the resources into that Google Drive folder so that you can share those resources and use those resources. So that will save you ample amounts of time when it comes to your planning. Have set schedule of when you're going to do things throughout the day. Of course, you have your timetable, but in your PPA time or before school, after school, if you have time, set have a set schedule of what you want to accomplish in that time so that then you can be more organised and efficient in terms of producing your schoolwork or your uni work. And it also give you a chance to help you prioritise self-care. So once five o'clock has come and you wanted to do some marking from four to five, for example, five o'clock has come, 
they need to stop doing your marking and do something else or start heading home. Okay, so make sure you inbuild that um, consistency and commitment to having self-care for you as a trainee teacher. Don't be afraid to delegate tasks. If there's something that you're really struggling with, then delegate it to a colleague. Ask your colleague, ask your mentor, please, would you mind helping me do this? Could you please do this for me? Just because it will, it will reduce your overwhelm and it will reduce your stress. And delegate as much as possible as you can to your students. All teachers do this, all experienced teachers do this really, really well. They delegate everything to their students. So in my lessons, for example, my students will come in, a student will just pick up the books and start handing them out to the students. And at the end of the lesson, they'll collect them up and they'll put them back for me. That's a really good skill to instill in your students. Give them some sort of independence, give them a form of responsibility. And again, this is something that you can praise them for and you can let parents know as well, make them aware that they've done this and this for you in the lesson. You really appreciate it and you're really thankful um, for their help in your lesson. So try and get your students to do as much as possible, whether it's handing out books, resources, for example, homework or pens and glue sticks. Try and get them to do as much as possible. I've had students come up to the board to write notes for me when I'm doing mind maps on the board when the other students are talking, especially the ones, the students that um, need that responsibility because otherwise it could lead to them becoming a bit more disruptive in the lessons. I will select that student and go, right, can you come help me, please? I've got a really important job for you. Would you mind doing this for me? And they love it. They thrive on that um, responsibility. They thrive on the attention. So make sure you use your students to help you in terms of tasks that you can then delegate to them throughout the lesson or every lesson. Now, a really important piece of advice that I can give you is don't get caught up in the drama. Now, other colleagues and trainee teachers around you may be having conversations, negative conversations about things that have been happening in school between other teachers, for example, but don't get caught up in that at all. What you should be focused on at the forefront of your mind is what you need to achieve. What are you working towards? What do you need to do to be successful in your training year? That is all that should be of your concern. Now, if you are hearing things um, and may feel like you're being dragged into situations that you don't want to be dragged into, then make sure you discuss these issues with your mentor. They are there to help you and support you. Now, unfortunately, you may not feel like you have a mentor that can support you in that way, and that can happen, but then go to your other colleagues, go to your head of department, speak up and find somebody that you can discuss these with so they can help you not get involved in these situations or they can help you feel a little bit less stressed and overwhelmed. Be patient with yourself. Like I said at the start, this is a training year. You're going to have many ups and downs. And there are some days when you might think, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I can't do this. We've all had that. Even I've had those days. But then there are going to be other days where you want to be absolutely brilliant and outstanding and thriving. And you're going to leave those lessons on such a high. So just be patient with yourself. You're not going to be perfect straight away. You're not going to be perfect in five, ten years time. We're all learning. We're all progressing and getting better. So teachers aren't. There isn't that perfect teacher out there because there's so many students are so different. And we have to change our strategies and change the way we do things and adapt to support our students. All we can do is the best that we can be for our students. So be patient with yourself and also be patient with your students. Give them time to process what you're asking them to do. Be clear in your instructions and make sure that they know exactly what you ask of them. They may need time to understand what you mean. They may need you to scaffold a bit more and break things down. But just give them that time, be patient with them and allow them 
to process what you're saying and make the right decisions in terms of what they what you need them to do make the right choices and celebrate your successes even the littlest tiniest littlest success celebrate it celebrate every success you have with your students even if you've got your students to finally underline their title for example or put their book in the right place celebrate your successes because that's how you thrive and that's how you grow as a teacher because you're building on your successes and you're improving so celebrate every success that you have now one of the biggest things as a trainee teacher is classroom management so go and observe those members of staff who are brilliant at classroom management go and observe what they're doing in terms of setting those rules and expectations and those routines with their students and how fair and consistently they apply them now you may want to observe the same member of staff in terms of their classroom management over a period of time and that's a brilliant thing to do you can observe them at the start of the year you can observe them just before the term ends and then at the start of a new term because students how they behave will change according to what's going on throughout the term right before the end of term you know students start to act up a little bit because end of term is coming miss or sir can't give me attention it's the last day like see how those teachers are dealing with those types of behaviors because you'll only learn more from them and you can model them and do what they do that's how you become better model the outstanding teachers copy what they do because you will then improve as a classroom practitioner because your classroom management is really at the forefront of everything how you manage your class will create that positive learning environment that you need for your students and therefore reduce the triggers and reduce the behaviors in your lessons so you can be successful every single time.